Good morning and welcome to the F&A podcast with your host, Francisco. And your co-host, Alfredo. Today we are going to talk about morality. So, Fran, why don't you tell us a little bit about what this is? Sure. So, you might ask yourself what, uh, what we are going to discuss today. And uh, today we, we will discuss the possible origins for morality, whether they are religious, evolutionary, or whether they, whether they appeared by other means. We will also discuss how we should make moral decisions and differentiate right from wrong. I believe that we should be able to scientifically measure how each decision is more or less beneficial to the general well-being of people and why we should take our decisions using that basis. I more or less understand what you're talking about, but let me ask you this. What do you mean by the well-being of the people? It is easy to say that you are doing the best for everybody, but what about who haven't made good decisions? Yeah, sure, I can explain that. So basically, I believe that you have either a good or a bad life. So for example, a good life could be a life where you're always happy, you don't have to worry about if you're going to eat the next day, uh, you have friends, and the bad life could be a life where maybe your country said war, you don't know if you're going to have food, you're always sad, depressed. So it's a very big difference. And I believe that uh, well-being is anything that leads you to the good life is part of well-being. And the decisions we should make uh, need to be based on that well-being. So basically, I think that the good moral decisions are decisions that will take you closer to the good life. I would like to disagree with you in that sense. I argue that morality fosters development of the human race, not just the individual. Moral and ethical values have changed throughout history, but it has always been for the better. As mankind progresses, they change their moral view. One example of this would be Copernicus, that challenged the beliefs of the church with science. One other person that did this was Charles Darwin, with his theory on evolution. Darwin's theory of evolution was considered dangerous in, in 19th century England because it threatened the prevailing views of the Anglican church and society at large. Our views on life have continued to change as we evolved, and with it, we are able to differentiate right from wrong. Yeah, exactly. I think I wasn't clear enough as I would have liked to, but I did mean the well-being of all people, not just an individual, the, the humanity as a whole. And yeah, I agree with you that pointing out this idea as being changed by science could be something that is important to us as science is now usually much more important than religion. So like I said before, I think we should use that, not their religion or whatever as a basis of morality. And arguing, arguing that, I also believe that morality could be a new field of science by doing what I stated before, which is measure, measuring the well-being of, of people and making the decision, taking sorry, the, the decisions based on the data we find. Yes, yes. You reminded me of a TikTok I saw recently. It talks about how we can do the best good. He mentions problems that we need to focus on solving, like global health and global warming. He provides data on how we've improved upon these types of problems. He states, rates of death from measles, malaria, diarrheal diseases are down by 70%. In the TED Talk, Will McAskill is able to show that our moral decisions are having an effect for the better with real data. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I think the decisions like that will be able to help us know is when we can do better. For example, in some societies like Islam, there is a lot of sexism. And if we go towards the idea of well-being of humanity, I think even though this might seem kind of extremist, we need to change some of the traditions such as those which I only think damage women and don't allow them to feel as equal. 
and sometimes this didn't result in violence against them. And yes, obviously not all the Islamic people or all the Islamic traditions are bad. Like, for example, Christian Christianism, not all Christian uh, people are bad or all the uh, traditions are good or bad. But there are just a lot of things that we tend to believe or do just just to follow our religion without thinking if it's good or bad for us. And many times those things aren't good, especially for others outside of your, of your religion or even inside. And I think it's important to start making positive changes and change some of our, our traditions. Like uh, there's this author, which is also a neuroscientist and philosopher uh, who is called Sam Harris. And one of his quotes said that just as there is no such thing as Christian physics or Muslim algebra, we will see that there is no such thing as Christian or Muslim morality. Indeed, I will argue that morality should be considered an undeveloped branch of science. I totally agree with you. Sometimes religions can be very extremist. In some cases, they even lead to terrorism. One example of that would be ISIS. To be honest, I don't totally agree with religion beliefs either. Of course, religion can help us differentiate right from wrong. Yeah, that is, that is kind of true. It, it could be used to differentiate uh, good or bad, but I still believe we shouldn't base our morality on religion. For example, in the Ten Commandments, one of the commandments states, uh, remember to keep uh, holy the Sabbath, day nine. Uh, sorry, that is a site. Uh, six days you may labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord, your God. No work may be done. And I believe that people who worked on the holy day were killed. I'm not completely sh sure of that. But still, we cannot base our morality on a book that was made 2,000 year years ago and in which it is stated to uh, kill or at least punish people who just work on a Sunday or other things that simply don't make sense. And I also believe that these moral values were n not even taught to raise like the group morality, but much more to to feed the idea of a self and the ego just to make yourself feel better. As in the Bible, we see that God is narcissistic. This God is a narcissistic God who says, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. And, and as we were talking about uh, before, we both believe that we should think about the group, not the individual. Yes, times have now changed. There are teachings in religion that make no sense. Like there are laws that also make no sense. But there will always be guides that help us to uh, form our own values. Our family is an exa excellent example of this. Our family guides us and teaches us things that we are little, little when we are little, and we carry on, on believing that for the rest of our lives. There are many things we might not agree on, but as stated before, we only only we make our own choices. Yeah, I think that is true, but. Like always, there's always something that could be better. And I think that's the best thing we need to focus on, on just making our decisions better. So, and now I'm going to ask you a question about what you believe about something uh, relevant about religion and also morality, as it is very discussed, which is abortion. What do you think about it, Alfred? Well, I think it really depends on the situation we're talking about here. Abortion has a very controversial has been a very controversial topic, and I wouldn't like for anyone to misunderstand me when I talk about it. I believe that for the well-being of the people, as we have stated before, is the basis of morality. Abortion should be prevented at all costs. I believe that killing of the killing of a human being or a potential human being should be the last resource a woman should go to. I do believe fetuses should be considered human beings because they are potential human beings and they are part of the future. 
This goes to my point that moral decisions should be made to foster development and promote a better future for its people. This is one of the main reasons why there are ethics committees like in science, scientific advancements that have always had good intentions, but sometimes when information falls into the wrong hands, there can be catastrophic consequences. One example of this would be nuclear energy that has led many advancements in energy industry, but it has also led to the making of nuclear weapons. These weapons have only brought conflict and they have even gone as far as to threaten the survival of the human race. Yeah, I think what, you, what your point is about is like uh, thinking how scientific advan- advancements can be either used for good or, uh, good or bad. But I think that uh, right in these difficult questions, you see a very big problem, which is uh, abortion might be considered well-being as keeping the fetus alive. But sometimes in some cases, well-being might be aborting the baby. So you see how everything gets really complicated really fast in morality. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so in conclusion, morals and ethics change over time and our beliefs change with them. And morality is just being able to differentiate between right and wrong and even though that line is very thin, it is important to always ensure the well-being of the greater bunch. And it is also important to view new ways to measure morality. As I argue, maybe it could be science. Finally, I would like to recommend the book The Moral Landscape, which was also part for the inspiration of this episode. Thanks for listening and have a great day.